I believe there is more to a TV show than the series alone. Watch any related works and you can see the echoes of all its creators, stars, and fans. Long after we have finished, down below will be here, ready for new listeners to enjoy. Welcome to Down Below, a Babylon 5 intro cast. I'm Ian. I'm Heidi. And I'm Beth. Okay, this is the second episode on In the Beginning. You've heard what Will and Shane think. Now it's time for the rest of us to have our say. You won't get an ISM report because I've already done one of those for the previous episode. So we'll probably just go straight into our discussion, I think. Sounds good. Yep. Uh, first question, was this what you expected at all? Mm. No. No. I really thought we were going to get to see uh, to see Sinclair become Morlon. Uh, that would have been sweet <laughs> and weird. really good. <laughs> yeah, right. It would have been Bari, but yeah. Of course, then there would have been no, none of our other characters could have been involved at all. It would have all just had Except Kosh. Sinclair. And Kosh. Sinclair and Kosh. And, of course, at that point, Sinclair's a Membari, so it's just aliens. There'd be no humans in it at all. Exactly, yes. It would have been a very strange movie, but that's what I was hoping for. (laughs) Yeah, um... Him mating with the Membari, starting the line, yeah. (laughs) So, um, basically, this was the first thing... Well, second thing filmed, but first major thing. They did Deconstruction of Falling Stars, and then they filmed this... And it was one of the last things that um, Claudia Christensen ever filmed. We kind of lied to you a little bit because he does pop up here, but it's not the same. I couldn't remember if you had uh, told us that or told us not. And so I was like, oh, Ivanova! Yeah, and what's that hair? (laughs) I know, it's kind of this whole um, pixie cut, isn't it? Yeah, that was an interesting look. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I think she did a really good job of playing a younger Ivanova, though. Yeah, like happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You noticed how she got rid of her earring. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what? She gave it to her brother. Yeah. yeah. Because every time we've seen Ivanova up until this point, she's only had one earring in. And I think we've oh. commented on that before. Okay, I see what you're asking. Yeah. No, yeah. I did not connect that to anything. And this is why. I believe it's something the actor had in the character history, kind of uh, her own reason why she's wearing one earring. And then JMS knew about it, so he incorporated it into the story. Hmm. That's cool. Interesting. Mm. Um, one thing that I really liked about this movie was it was like we got to see the story that Delenn has told us over and over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> we yeah. actually saw it happen. And it's, it would be interesting to go through like what we don't, we didn't already know. Yeah, uh, like I'm yeah. not even sure. Yeah. Uh, because this is a mixture of new footage and old footage. Because some of this stuff had already been used in episodes before. Like the Sinclair stuff. Yeah, Sinclair stuff, I guess. And obviously, or all of it, I don't they know. could, yeah, they couldn't refilm anything with Sinclair. 
It was funny because it confused me because while I was watching it, I thought, well, these are from, these are from, like, repeated. But then at the very end, it was like, in special, da-da-da, Michael O'Hare. And I wasn't sure if that meant that he came and filmed. Was he, was he still alive at this point? Like, he I was don't still know. alive, but okay, I don't he think he was in shoot? a condition to film anything new. Yeah, I wasn't sure. It was a little unclear. Um, I thought, oh, maybe he did come in and do a, a few, you know, pick, you know, just like a few little bits here and there. Yeah, so I, I didn't no remember idea. the triluminary part, but I guess they could have done that without him. Right. Um, you like film, not, like, not his side. I, I think they were very subtle in the new stuff they filmed because it fits very nicely side by side with some of the old stuff. Yeah, it really did. Like, I had a hard time uh, really knowing what came before and what. Because we saw her, we saw Ducat die before. Uh, yeah. And her reaction to that, though I wasn't sure if they refilmed that or if they just used footage from the earlier episode. Well, and... There's only a small bit of the cut we saw in the earlier episode, so I believe that was from the earlier episode. But the way they filmed it, they added a few extra shots and, of course, a lot of extra stuff with the cut because he's a main character in this. Oh film. yeah, no, for sure. But I just meant the the part where he dies and she's like, you know, kill them all. Because um, we had seen yeah. that before. Um, we had seen that before, yeah. Except I think they extend it a little bit with a few extra shots and a little bit of extra dialogue. Yeah, probably. Like an extra speech thrown in or something. Um, yeah. And there um, was a ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's plenty of ceremonies in this, but... But you know what? Um, I really wanted to... Okay, so from the beginning they talked about they're like creating a wall of bodies to keep away the soul hunters to take yeah. his soul. But why didn't they show us that? That would have been cool. <laughs> it would have been cool. And everyone raises that point. You're not alone. Everyone okay. wanted to see that. And I, I guess maybe they just didn't have the budget for it because although this is expensive for Babylon 5. Oh, it definitely is. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, there's an explosion. <laughs> yeah, something I, yeah, something I didn't know until I listened to Will and Shane's episode is it's three million uh, for this. It costs three million. And oh, how much a pretty... is a typical episode? Um, I think it's something like 900,000. Okay. So, I mean, even but, if you you double that, um, you're still looking at way more than in your typical episode because this yeah. was a, obviously 90 minutes, right. but um, yeah, but still, yeah, but you could tell with all the special effects they had in this episode. Yeah, essentially because the show was moving on to TNT, this was made to bring new viewers up to speed. Oh, okay, so this is when they're moving network. Yeah. Okay, got it. And this is why you've got this money for the these movies for this one and a couple of the others okay. they want to bring in new viewers so remind me when they aired this like in relation to the last episode of season four Do i'm you know? going to have to look that up because will does all of this usually <laughs> right i'm just heading to imdb well, while you're doing oh, that... Oh, it says January 4th, 98, on T, a couple of weeks before season five of the series began. Oh, there we go. Um, it doesn't say it about season four, but um, I guess I can look up that. I just... Um, I'm just trying to myself, so... In the meantime, do you guys watch Lady Dynamite, new show on Netflix? I don't. It's no. It's weird, personally, because 
I haven't started it. I, I, it's just I got in my mind the uh, rapper Miss Dynamite that was a, a, a big thing in the UK in the early uh, 2000s. She's gone on to do other stuff since she's still around, but I can't get that out of my head, so I, I can't get my head around this new show. Oh, it's a really great show, but it's funny because they have this throwaway line um, where her manager is talking about clothes he left at his exes, and he's like, they're from the Bruce Boxleitner collection at Kohl's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they reference it. So, right, the deconstruction of Falling Stars aired the 27th of October, 97. Uh, so we're talking two, two months and, and a week or so between end of season four and the beginning of uh, and the movie yes and then a little bit extra time before um season five the series yeah. starts yes season five starts which is still less time than for a television mm. and of course the i'm not quite sure about season five i'm sure will will tell us later down the line but i think tnt aired it differently to how it was done previously because TNT could air it at the same time across the country, more or less. Whereas before it was, it was syndicated. syndicated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so before uh, we were discussing uh, things here and there, but I just want to get your impression on how they open this up. You mean on Centauri Prime? Um, or with well, the voiceovers? With, with voiceovers and then talking to the camera. Huh? Yeah, with Dylan Jakar. Yeah. Specifically, I remember. Delenn and Jakar give their little speeches. That's right. I don't remember this. <laughs> was Were they supposed to play being interviewed? Was that the... I'm not sure exactly what it's supposed to be, but it's supposed to introduce these two characters, uh, you know, because they're main characters, but mm -hmm. set up the feel for what you're about to watch and, um, you know, make sure you're hooked before... You get into this weird second opening on Centauri Prime, which is, as we find out later, the same time that Sheridan and Delenn are prisoner. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the interviews at all. <laughs> it was a thing. Trust us. So weird. Yeah. Because uh, Delenn's in the Bridge of the White Star and Jakar's in his quarters on Babylon 5. My God, I just watched it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a thing. Uh, I didn't know when they were going to flash back to when, uh, Londo starts telling his story. Right. Like, I was like, okay, what is this going to do? Like, are we going to be after season four? What's going on? And then, like, go back to the beginning, hence the title. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it was quite a jump. I, mean, I was trying to figure out in my head how many it was. I know he said it. It was, it was 35? More... Yeah, 38, something in the 30s. Yeah. yeah. 38 remind years. Me, remind me, okay, so this is past Sheridan, time jumping, mm -hmm. but was he supposed to, he's time jumping into his own body, but wasn't he supposed to be dead by then? According to, wasn't he supposed to be dead in 20 years? This isn't 20 years yet at that point. It's basically uh, 17 years Oh, from, 17 years. Okay. It's 17 years, yeah, from the point he had the time jump. Oh, okay. It, it, I know the numbers are confusing, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, because it's like 35 or 38 years to where we jump back to, but then it was 10 years between the end of the Mimbari War yeah. and, and the start okay, of okay. Babylon, Babylon right. 5 as a series. Uh, yeah, it, okay. Yeah, it, 
I think one of the problems with this is although it's made for new viewers, sometimes you're meant to know the time scale of everything. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you'll get confused. Well, and you don't know what's happening at the end, you know, that kind of thing. It's sort of, yeah. It would lose them, but... But in general, what do you make of this framing device of Londo narrating it? Can I ask you a question? Sorry, I'll get back to that in a second, but Heidi, sure. wh- which, how did you watch the movie? Do you have the DVDs? The DVDs, oh, yeah. Oh, weird. I was just looking at the synopsis, and it says, during um, the movie opens with the view of Centauri Prime in flames. Weird. It kind of does, but it doesn't. That's so weird. Yeah, because I saw the, like, voiceover thingy and talking. This is the thing. The voiceovers, they kind of feel like the opening credits, except they're not. Even some of the things that they say is from the opening credits. Oh, maybe I just went and got a soda or something. I don't know. I was folding laundry at the time, so I'm not sure I actually saw them, but uh, I heard them. Huh, I'm going to have to rewatch. Well, I always say that. I'm going to have to rewatch. Maybe I will actually rewatch uh, that beginning. At least the beginning. first two minutes, yeah. Yeah, the first two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay, sorry okay. about that, Ian. What was the question again? Back to the framing oh, device. Oh, just the framing device of um, having Londo narrate this as a story to these young kids. Um, it was okay. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I wasn't terribly fond of it until the end when I realized when it was. Ah, and then I was yeah, like, oh! Yeah, it, it changes it then, in a way, because yeah. then there's a reason for Londo telling the story, because he's about to die, and he's reflecting on his life, and he's trying to pass on the last bit of wisdom. And he's trying to get drunk so that he can... Uh... Oh, yeah, that's true. Kill him Put death? that thing to sleep. No, well, thing... Send the keeper to sleep so he can free... Sheridan and Delenn. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, a little nice little point I learned from um, Will and Shane: the two little kids there, they're the niece and nephew of Urzado, the um, friend Londo killed in Knives. You know, you remember the duel he had with his old oh, friend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so they're since supposed to be their kids. His kids. His, ne- uh, his nephew. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. So. That's why they're allowed in the palace, I suppose, because technically they're part of the oh, Empire's family. Oh, he promised family. to care for him. Yeah. You care for them. Yeah, pr- so that's a nice little um, point, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were we yeah, supposed to good. pick that up, or that's just background? No, it's the just scene. a bit of trivia that, um, you know, it's there for fans, really. Mm-hmm. I think it, if you'd look at the credits, you'd pick it up, but otherwise... The names. Yeah. Did we know Wando's part in the Earthmimbari War before? No, that's brand new information okay. here. Yeah. Like I said, I had a hard time keeping track of what oh, uh, yeah. had been yeah. told versus what had not. Now, yeah. we knew that the Narn supplied weapons for Earth, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah but we didn't know how. And right. I was so excited to see Kosh. <laughs> <laughs> and was that supposed to be Okesh as well? or? Yeah, not Kosh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Is it the same Kosh voice? Kosh? Well, the, he's called Cash, but we might as well call him Not Kosh because, uh-huh. it, you know, all our fans of, well, I say fans, all our people doing feedback are um, calling him that. Very nice. Yeah. Um, there, there's a nice bit in this where, uh, seen as we're talking about Kosh, is when he 
when Kosh tells Delenn the truth speaks points to itself, uh, not Kosh takes a look over at Kosh says, you're actually giving her that bit of information. All right, then. <laughs> it's as if, you know, he didn't want to give her anything, and Kosh is being nice enough to give her a little bit of a riddle. <laughs> well, I, lo- I was so happy to have Kosh's riddles back. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to have him back. You know, what's interesting, though, it's, I was, as we were, I was, we were watching it, I was like, well, okay, so before Sheridan even got to Babylon 5, he had met um, Jakar, mm-hmm. Delenn, Franklin. Um, well, with Delenn, he, Delenn would have known who Sheridan is, but Delenn had her hood down, so Sheridan so he didn't, didn't actually see him. Yeah. Well, he might not have. He was shouting at what he yeah. saw. But definitely Franklin. And I didn't remember how he reacted, like, when he came on board to, like, meeting them. So That's I, a nice I... thing. Um, when Franklin came, you know, met Sheridan, it was a warm greeting as if they had met one another before. What about okay. Jakar? Did he act like he had met him before? I can't remember. No, that's a bit of an inconsistency. And JMS basically says, yeah... You've got to buy some of these things. You've got to suspend your disbelief. Well, and you could kind of think, like, not to, not to think of it in like a race kind of way, but you could think, okay, like he's <laughs> seen, he's seen a couple of Narn out there. He's not going to pick out, you know, which ones he's actually met before. I was introduced to him though. Uh... Although this is well, they went on a whole prior like, as well. you know, excursion to another planet together. Right. Yeah. yeah, I guess. And this is ten years prior. Um, so, in, um, because you don't want to go through this linearly, I'm trying to figure out where you want to go. Um, what stood oh, out big, for you? Just the big points. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so Franklin, um, he was very vehement in the uh, episode. And it kind of reminded me of early Franklin, you know, very... Ernest. More morally earnest, yes. Before very... he started stroking faces, <laughs> I I think I saw him reaching out his hand like he wanted to stroke faces. <laughs> he was um, still holding back at this point. <laughs> uh, but I'm just wondering if that's contrasted with kind of kind of where he is now, which is more like big picture. I don't know. I'm thinking specifically of the of the using the size. Mm. Um, um, but, uh, but it just kind of was, it kind of reminded me a little bit more of how Franklin used to be. Yeah. Know? It's also reframed your whole idea of what he did as well, because when you're watching this, you really get the sense of the human race being on the edge of extinction. Right. And, you know, it, it's a moral stand. Do you stick to your oath and stick to your, what you think your morals are, or do you give in in order to save you know your species yeah and it was a little early on too so it wasn't quite as desperate at that point but but yeah i mean and of course he has a good point i mean yeah uh you don't want to necessarily give um an agent of genocide to the military um but yeah it's interesting to see him in that context um I don't know. I just, oh man, the Mbaris came across like such dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them, but yeah. Oh my god, though, like just you, totally you, you, like, wiping out of a race. That's yeah, what they but to that's do. the warrior cast for you. You remember how how they are? 
But it was like it was like the Grey Council could do nothing, or the Grey Council had decided, and that was that, and they can't go backsies, or <laughs> no take backs, <laughs> no take backs. Uh, kind of, yeah, I know because I don't know if you remember in um, season one uh, the way Delent described that their whole race went mad. So by a certain point, it wasn't just the Grey Council. It was kind of the whole of the Membari race, and it was it had its own momentum, and only something huge like what happened on the Battle of the Line could stop it. It had mm-hmm. to be this huge revelation. Did we know that um, that the war was basically started because of uh, customs that they didn't understand of each other? Yeah, we, I think so. Yeah, yeah, we have been told that, but okay, seeing but it see, is very they, differently. Yeah. 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 Well, they, they obviously they put the wrong guy in charge of the U.S. Yeah. I mean, the U.S. The, no, um, on both sides, though. On both sides, it's... You've got the yeah. wrong guy on the on the human ship, and then on the Membari ship, the warrior casts make a unilateral decision without consulting the the leader of the Grey Council. And the only reason he really reacted that way is because he was already told by Kosh that the humans were, you know, important, important yeah. for whatever reason. Um, I, I guess because of Sheridan in the future, but um, I, and also I guess Claire. Yeah. Oh my god, if Sinclair had died, what would have happened? <laughs> the well, world would... <laughs> would have imploded in a paradox. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you would have had a paradox. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, there's some very interesting things here. Actually, seeing it, you bring up a whole load of other new things, because when they just say it in speeches, the impact's not really felt. Right. Well, especially also is I really didn't have... I mean, they talked about the Battle of the Line and they talked about the Earthman-Bari War, but we never really got the, as much of a sense that they were really trying to completely annihilate the human race. Yeah. You know, it was just like, it was a war, da-da-da, but this was yeah. like, they seriously were trying to exterminate a race and that... Was and then the fear of the you know the plant. I think they did a really good job with that. Um, I think so. Yeah. Um. I mean, also the whole numbers early on, fifty thousand humans died. In this, it's you get the impression millions died, if not billions. Well, I mean, they really had only been targeting military, um, you know, outposts and military defense system. They hadn't really started exterminating civilian settlements at that point, right? In the early part of the war, yes, but I think things changed around the time the Black Star was exploded and then, you know, the whole peace settlement failed. Also, point two, you... since you bring up the Black Star, of how the Membari are dicks, they cannot handle <laughs> one of their ships getting blown up. I mean, they go into like some kind of blind rage where they start killing civilians like that. No, they do not need to be that powerful. But they don't kill other Membari. <laughs> and they don't uh, lie. They don't lie. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of Membari hypocrisy going on. <laughs> but in this, you see it. And Membari, Membari characters in this story see it as well. Delenn and um, the ranger guy. And I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. I can look it up. 
but both of them see the stupidity in what's going on. Well, two people. Congratulations, Mimbari. Well, I bet Lanier saw it. Yeah, um, he's probably on a, still studying on a, a member. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, he's, he's younger than Len too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, how, how young does Delenn look in this? Well, it's hard to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the speak- lack of hair makes. She, she. I'm, I, I'm trying to say I think she looks quite young, but you know, I mean, it, it's. Uh, the, well, I like the makeup. It helps because the makeup is now done better than it was before. Like this specific makeup, because like in the original movie, anyway, it was horrible compared to it later. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So Hoping yeah, all that... they had to do was do the makeup well and look better. Yeah. I'm trying well, to look for that so, guy's name. I think it also helps that Lando's young makeup doesn't look that great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it looked pretty good. Oh, did, okay. I mean, you can't look that much younger. I mean, you know, it's hard to really right. do much. I thought his but... hair looked plastic. <laughs> yeah. You know what, just reading this recap, I did not... Maybe I wasn't paying attention enough, but... The one thing that it didn't do was make it seem like a long war. This war lasted three years, but it didn't seem like it in this story. That's because um, Lando skips over two years in five minutes. Oh, okay. That would do it. If you remember his speech about how humans died and the nobility of it, which is a nice speech, but he's basically skipping over two years of fighting. It was uh, it was nice to see what Sheridan was doing at the time, because, like, you know, we've heard all about Sinclair and fighting in the war and uh, the Battle of the Lion and all of that, but seeing what Sheridan was doing in the moment. Yeah. I mean, he had the opportunity to be, um, you know, first officer on the first contact ship, and he turned that down. And he probably wouldn't have shot at them. <laughs> yes, I think so. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my so God, the war it, wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Maybe, but at the same time, the first officer on the ship was trying to tell the captain, don't do this, it's a bad idea. Wait, I have a question. You know how we had that episode of the guy that shot first? Yeah. And his whole, like... Trauma. Yeah. Was he actually in this episode? Briefly, I mean, you saw movie. about a second clip of him when oh, okay. the when the captain ordered to fire, you cut to him firing. Okay. Which was taken right out of the episode he was in. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, and um, I don't know whether you noticed, but everyone on the human ships were strapped into their seats. Oh, because of gravity. Had, yeah, they had no gravity. Mm. Oh, and that's why the blood was floating? Yeah. Oh, okay. What blood? There was blood floating. Um, Sheridan's captain. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think I might have been for that part. Because I I remember coming back and going, why is Sheridan in charge? Well, and I was just like, okay, that's cool, but what's the point of this? So, yeah, that makes (laughs) sense. Yeah, there were a few moments like that to show that everything was weightless. There's another moment where... Sheridan has a pad that's kind of floating next to him. Okay. Yeah. Nice touch. And he's kind of got magnetic locks right next to his station. Hmm. Yeah. So well, that... the humans have not changed much in terms of their hubris, have they? No, they haven't. Not really. 
I mean, they're, you know, didn't learn their lesson. They're hooking up with the shadows later, you know, trying to get more power. It's like, hello, you just been in notice that there were other races like not too long ago you think you're gonna beat the oldest race or yep. whatever the basically you know yeah basically five years after one war a war with the Jilgar that humans win they pick a fight with the Rambari then ten years after that they try and um get technology from the shadows yeah it's terrible um I <laughs> I had a funny moment when Londo at the beginning was saying something about that the, they encountered a race and powerful and whatever he was saying. I was like, ooh, is it the Drazi? <laughs> <laughs> it can still happen. <laughs> I was waiting for the purple versus green revolution. <laughs> and... In the beginning, there were purple and there were green. <laughs> Oh, we could have seen young Clarence. That would have been good. Oh, he would have been too young, though, I think. I know, he would have been like... That's true, he's in diapers. Yeah. (laughs) Well, not quite, but yeah, because Susan in this is 20, 20, maybe 19. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, Clarence Clarence might be like 10. 10. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, we did see, just don't know it. Yeah, he was running around, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, What did you make of... um, seeing Sheridan's plan and how he got rid of the Black Star. Um, yeah. It seemed it seemed acceptable to me when somebody's trying to exterminate to do whatever you can. Um, yeah. Again, like a lot of things in this, you've heard about it several times and then, you know, Sheridan's been right every single time when you see this. It's He, he had no choice. Yeah, I mean, uh, granted, I wasn't quite following exactly the entire plan while it was executed um, but I got the gist of it especially later when they, they recapped it kind of mm. um, so but uh, but yeah but it's, it's it's just you know it's amazing how you know that is like their main victory during the war like just one ship you know um, yeah that, yeah well that... it made a big impact <laughs> yeah apparently it was like the last it, straw it did yeah uh, uh, I'm trying not to skip straight to the Battle of the Line. So is there um, any other things that really stood out to you before we get to that? Uh, we yet don't know why Centauri Prime is aflame, do we? Not at this point, we no. don't know. Okay. Um, I'm assuming it has something to do with the little creatures living on people. Right, but... yeah. It just makes me think that, you know, they're... So how are we going to... Get... I guess I'm skipping ahead to season five, but just like, how are we going to get there is the question. Yeah, we... because so far the series has gone in a like a season of a year, and mm-hmm. we need to skip ahead like 20 years. Yeah, I wonder if we're just going to like sort of finish out the end of the season like in the future, or they're going to just do it like one episode or something. Yeah, it's just, it's just interesting how much time it is and mm-hmm. huh. we've seen so much of it so we have to go back there again sorry yeah. ian we're getting into prediction it's okay <laughs> um it's fine because you you're already picking up on jms's writing style that it doesn't leave things unfinished yeah so the, you're completely right to expect that sort of things at this point i have a question for some reason i had thought that humans and Membari 
have been working together as rangers for a long time. Is that not the case? No, I mean, you won't... It's not quite clear in Season 2, but from what I get is that when Sinclair gets posted to Membar, sorry, Membar, I don't know why I put the extra R's in there, but <laughs> when he gets posted to Membar, um, because of who he is um, and he, you know the influence he carries, he makes... The Rangers more than what they used to be. He starts to put humans as part of the Rangers, you know, or the Shock as they were then. So Marcus has only been a Ranger for two years, we or a year? When we see him, first of all, I would say six months. Wow. Because, oh. because if you remember, Marcus's brother joined as a Ranger, first of all, and then came back to tell Marcus and died. And that's why Marcus became a ranger. So maybe he might have been nine months. But yeah, less than a year. Okay. When we see him first of all. I guess um, I kind of, I guess in my mind or whatever, I I guess I had thought that it had been happening in secret. This human... I don't know how I thought this happened, but... Uh, well, if you think about it, um, Sinclair started the Rangers anyway when he went back a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. So he might have left um, <laughs> something behind to say, at this point, the you know you will join with your other half of the souls and they will become a part of the Rangers. Yes, he could. It's just you, those things aren't clear, but you 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 only get that sort of impression when you see. Th- this and you you go back and watch season two again. It, it it's it's not that clear. I know. No, it's okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we can go to the Battle of the Line. Yeah, because th- that's a huge deal. This, I mean, it, the scale of it is massive. Yeah, it um, looks pretty scary out there. And uh, briefly, before we actually get to it, you get a pretty decent speech from the president. Mm-hmm. Where were they on Earth at that time? All those people, or were they? Yeah. Oh, they were. Okay, I yeah. wasn't sure if they were like at a, some kind of out at some kind of defense post or something, or if they were already on Earth. Or no. what? The soldiers were on Earth. Um, yeah, they yeah were on... it makes sense, you know, to to get people off of the planet um, and save the species. Yeah, it's something that up until this point hadn't actually been clarified. And also yeah. the way the president mm, proposes, it wasn't just military ships on the Battle of the Line. It was any ship capable of fighting. Right. So you almost have that Battlestar Galactic feel of this ragtag mm. fleet up against this armada of Membari ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was pretty gruesome. And she's like, yeah, y'all are going to die, but... Any ten minutes we have means that hundred people leave, and yeah, or whatever it was. Um, yeah, was, I thought it was really well done. Yeah, um, and... was Ivanova wasn't in the Battle of the Line, right? She said she had wanted to be, but yeah, she had she only just joined up by that point, and she yeah. she was still getting trained. Yeah, so she just missed out on the Battle of the Line. After and... a three-year war, you'd think that they train them faster. Yeah, exactly. 
like a battle circle. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm a, here you go. I'm it's a. like, here, you can fly, jump yeah. in. <laughs> you play video games, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> here you go. Have, yep. have a fighter. We didn't see her brother die, right? Yes, we did. Oh, we did? Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, um, her brother was actually a fighter pilot on Sheridan's ship. Okay. Oh. So a fighter pilot got sent out to chase down a Membari plier, and it was a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap! <laughs> and so the Membari killed her brother. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't... I didn't notice it no, was her I brother. Yeah. get that. It, it happened very quickly, and if you're not paying attention, you'll miss it. Yeah. Um, with Battle of the Line, a lot of this was from season one intricate with a whole new bit of footage. How did that sit? Uh, could you tell? Only because, I mean, just the Sinclair stuff, I thought, and not because I remembered it frame by frame, but because I figured, you know, that they were just going to... Yeah. Um, and, of course, I remember him. the big room where they had the video, but I, I didn't remember if that was exactly before, if they'd redone it or, or what. Well, because we get some of it later uh, from Delenn's point of view as well. Uh, I can't remember what stuff myself is uh, new and what stuff is old. I think the whole thing of the truth points to itself, that whole bit is new because we hadn't seen the Vorlons, well, we hadn't seen Kosh um, before, you know, in that context. Right. It kind of, I've just realised Kosh was at the Battle of the Line as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was on the Membari ship. It's all coming together. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, what, something They conveniently that... left off, the, didn't they torture him? And Sinclair? Yes, they did, but we didn't get to see it. We no. just see a bloody Sinclair, don't we? Yeah, it does, it's like they, they're kind of sort of like skipping that, like, you know, this whole Delenn Savior thing. But he was tortured for quite a while, as far as I remember. Yeah, from what I can see in this, he was tortured. They used the Trilumini, then they went to Delenn and said, you should see this. And then Delenn saw it and said, okay, I'll look up. I'll look over him and let's actually stop this war now. Uh, it's quite funny. Just like, okay, see you later. <laughs> yeah. It's well, convenient. What um, we know now, though, yeah, what we know now, that thing, the, the Trilumary, glows because it's keyed to um, Sinclair's Saint DNA. Soul. Yeah, his DNA, Sin- yeah. His DNA, not his soul. Right, which right. is what it's picking up when it glowed when... Um, Delenn put her hand up to it. Yeah. So, there's... It's, you, can, you can still read it as humans have Membari souls, or you can read it as humans and Membari DNA have already mixed at this point because Sheridan... Because Sheridan went back. Claire went back. Or, yeah, yeah. But that raises start. the weird question of I, we can't look at this too much because this triluminary also turned him into a Mimbari. In which case, what? And my and that impression... the DNA to Mimbari DNA? Uh, you know, it's... No, I think he was like Delane. He's half human, half Mimbari. I think he was too, but he looked more Mimbari than human. <laughs> whereas she looks a bit more human than Mimbari. Because she already had human DNA within her. 
Yeah, it just leaves it leaves a lot of possibilities open because this whole device and the whole time travel and, and you know <laughs> knowing what's good, it, it's all very you can't like if we can't completely science it out. You no, know what I mean? you can't. So, no. Yeah, especially if you get into the thing of like, what if Sinclair had died? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and then you, on top of that, you've got. Yeah, uh, on top of that, you've got Kosh and the Vorlons being energy beings, and because of Lorien, you know that energy being can influence the DNA and life of a corporeal being. It's just, how does that work? We don't yeah, know. we don't know. Future science. So, yeah, it's all very interesting. I did notice a lot of uh, extra triangle this episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Really triangling it up in Mimbari headquarters there. So. Yeah. And, I mean... The head of the Anglo-Shot, head of the Rangers, he was sleeping and a bunch of Membari show up in his room. He just I, was, them. <laughs> I was doing this thing where I was thinking about the uh, the three sides of the Membari and um, <laughs> I, was, I was comparing them to a particular political party. I'm like, they're super religious, they're warmongers, and they're working class. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, um, do you think it's about time we move on to favourites? Or yes. do you have any Yeah, favorites? yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I don't have any. Because I don't either. No. Okay, so... um, favourite human? Favourite human? Um, Sheridan? Mm. He did seem to be doing the most here. If it has to be. Um, I and... guess I can't give it to Sinclair since all of his footage we've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. Uh... And there's only a couple of other humans in yeah, this. Yeah, there's not that many. Ah, uh, there's a lot of aliens, though. Yes, so the president is. was kind of cool. No, she point. was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. honourable mention. Yeah, oh, I almost forgot. We got to actually see the first Babylon station explode at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the first one was red. I did not notice that. Yeah, it, it, it makes you think. If the first one was red... Babylon 5 is blue, Babylon 4 was green. What were the other two colours? Uh, well, there was probably a purple one, because only Rainbow. the purple Drazi would be on that one, <laughs> and only the green Drazi would be on Babylon 4, so it's a good yeah. thing they switched to blue. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, the other one, purple. Sorry, you already said purple. <laughs> what am I thinking? And then maybe a yellow one, and people with the star. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we're going to pick our favourite alien. There's a lot to choose from. Oh my goodness, there is. How about the guy that we don't know his name? (laughs) The ranger guy. He was pretty good. What about Kosh? Kosh was good as well. (laughs) I I bet Carl picked Kosh. I really liked... um, uh, Why am I blanking on his name? The leader of the Membari. The Robin Sachs? Oh, Dukat. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I like him. He had a really good presence. And I... I brought that he was Delenn's teacher. Yeah, I and I wanted to Dukat. look up that actor. I feel like I've seen him and everything. Um, but keep going. I think there was a couple of those, a couple of uh, Mimbari that I was like, I know him from somewhere. Well, one of them was Robin Sachs. Oh, well, uh, I knew that one. I, yeah, I, Robin yes, Sachs was I recognized him. It was good to um, have that bit of continuity. Yeah, I'm I was surprised. Like, oh, Ethan Rain! His face. Um, you know, the guy that turned to religious council at the end um elite naroon mm, yeah I'm surprised he well he wasn't a, yeah he wasn't part of the uh gray council by that point but yeah but he was nice. uh wasn't he one of the uh 
I thought he was affiliated with the Black Star or something. No, maybe not. I'm, well, I'm not the Black Star, but he definitely was involved in the war, and it would have been nice to have a scene with him. Okay, right. I looked at the actor. It's Renier Schoen. Uh He's a German actor, and so I probably butchered his last name. Yeah, he has 137 credits, so yeah. a lot of them are in German. Yeah. War Combat Annihilation. Not seen that. I'll find something he's been in that I know. Maybe not. There's a lot of stuff well, in here. That's... there's a lot of German credits, isn't there? Yep. Uh, so maybe not. Um, he just had a good presence, I agree. Um, well, it's... You know, we've we've mentioned a lot of them. Uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty fine with giving it to Kosh because I don't think he'll be able to get... Uh, what's it? Alien of the Week again, is he? He was in Sliders. The actor was in Sliders. No, I guess I just... Maybe he looks like someone else. Yeah, he, he does. like someone else. I think that's gotta be it. Mm. So I'm okay with Kosh or the Ducat uh, Ranger. Yeah. Not to let. Yeah, well... <laughs> it's Kosh of... or Ducat. Kosh or Ducat, I think, yeah. Dukash. Dukash. Yeah. Okay, then I think it's time to finally do our rating. Um, oh. Do you want to start, Beth? Oh, me. Um. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't know who to start with no, because no. we've not got a guest. I hadn't thought of, of a rating to my thing. Or a rating, really. But uh, I liked it. It did. I mean, I guess it was, to me it was, um, it was good to see what we saw. Though I, I have to admit that I was a little bit disappointed that this was the subject of the movie. Only because... I felt like we had gotten a lot of information about it, but they won me over because we still got more context and actually more feeling behind it. Um, because we had really only seen some independent, you know, little battles or things on spaceships or things on the Membari side, and we hadn't really seen a lot. Of don't forget all those speeches from Delenn. Right. Oh, don't worry. Um, <laughs> So, oh, by the way, Delenn was very, like, like precocious as a young <laughs> gray counseling. Yeah, um, yeah, which was really weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. She, like, became so proper. <laughs> I know, she became, yeah, because when we saw her at the beginning, she was very, like, mannered and, uh-huh. you know, so, yeah. So then after uh, she became part human, then she went back to her roots. <laughs> It's kind of ten years of service in the Grey Council, kind of. You numbed her mind ma- a little bit. You know, uh, you, you know how you Water can down. kind of become part of something and you just lose track of who you really are. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah. So she's really a like, precocious speech giver. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> um, but no, it was it was it was. Um, I don't know. I liked it a lot. So I'm gonna give it nine. Um, too, too cautious. Okay. <laughs> okay, Heidi, it's your turn. Okay. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I uh, I liked seeing the seeing what we haven't seen. Although half of it, I wasn't sure if I'd seen or not. <laughs> um, but like, I enjoyed getting kind of the rest of that and actually having a picture for the next time maybe. Delenn has a speech about something regarding this, I will actually have a picture in my head instead of just going, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, or like when I go back and rewatch or something, be like, okay, yeah, I've actually seen that. It's not just coming from Delenn telling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved that the end uh, tied in with that uh, time travel scene and know what's happened. So um, yeah, did you like his um, little TV screen that he brought up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, that's uh, not Claire or not Sheridan, but a time traveling Sheridan. Like I was. Yeah, going through the whole thing. Um, And so I think I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 kids loose in the palace. (laughs) Oh, by the way, speaking of the kids, why did the girl have to ask if they lived happily ever after? I know. It was the 90s, Beth. (laughs) I know. Okay. Uh, I'll give my little um, rundown on this because I like it. it. Because it's designed for new viewers, it does that brilliantly. And for old viewers, you get to really put everything into context, as you said before. And it's it, the way they intercut between the old footage and the new is done so well, and I like a lot of it. It's just maybe not as strong as a lot of other stuff, but for what it is, it's really done well. So I'd say eight out of 10 TV screens in the Emperor's Chamber. <laughs> nice. Oh, and I just had kind of a, a thing that I didn't realize when uh, she does ask if they lived happily ever after and he's like, it remains to be seen. I, of course, get it at the time because we hadn't seen when this was occurring, but that's like right before let them go. Yeah. Oh, right. Light bulb yeah. moment just now. Yep, mm. but it's also at the point where his keeper is still awake and its keeper wants these two people to be killed. Right. So he had to be deliberately vague. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, he had to be deliberately vague because they can't get into all that stuff because of new viewers. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. That, that as well, definitely. So, how about some predictions then? All right. Okay. I don't think you were told what the... um season title is last time so I'll give you that as well as the episode title. Okay. The season title's The Wheel of Fire. <laughs> and the uh, episode title is No Compromises. Well, Wheel of Fire, there's going to be a lot of fires burning on Centauri Prime. I that. Yeah, um, does that reference like a speech or something that was given in the past? Or, I don't know. I'm singing a Johnny Cash song in my head. Even though that's a different <laughs> the name. Wheel of Fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, did you okay. say no compromises? Was that it? No compromises. Okay. So they're tested right away. It's new RTM or whatever. Yeah, whatever they are. Unfortunately, I accidentally glanced at the cover of the season five oh, DVDs on accident. So I have been slightly spoiled. Only um, slightly because hmm. hopefully you didn't see too much, but you probably saw something. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but that, yeah. that you'll see that person early on in the first episode anyway. Um, well, I need to be very careful when opening my DVDs. <laughs> yeah, or it's probably, this person is probably in the menu too, so... Okay, be very yeah, careful. I think it's, it's, yeah. Got it. Um, Wheel of Fire, okay. Well, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> no. <laughs> it no, it sounds doesn't. very dangerous. Like, really ominous. Where was Garibaldi when the Earthmen Bari War was going on? 
Oh yeah. Was he on uh, Mars? He probably was on Mars. Um, okay. Maybe they just couldn't make him look young enough. <laughs> they yeah. could have given him a wig. I do know that we're a couple of Yeah, I know there were a couple of seats cut out. He could have had a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, wheel of fire and no compromises. No compromises. I, I, I think that there is a test right away. Oh, yeah. Like, Somebody's like, gonna be um, like uh, testing them, like to to see if they really. Yeah. So they have to pull one of the worlds in line. Um, they're fighting between another world or something and interrupting the peace. And sure, um, Will of Fire just sounds like some kind of destruction. You know, I don't know what the heck is a Will of Fire. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a Johnny Cash song. <laughs> it's a different name. Uh. We did do season predictions without the title, though. Didn't you we? did. Yeah, it was an yeah, oversight, I think. But okay. yeah, at least you know what the the season overall. So, do we uh, think? Let's rapid fire. Do we think Sheridan and Delenn are going to be in the episode? Yes. Right? Garibaldi. Yes. Franklin. I always hope not, but he usually <laughs> is. Londo Jakar. I'm hoping we get to see everybody for the opening. Like Veer, Lanier. Well, uh, they may not all be there, but like I'm hoping all of our main players. What's her Clarence. Well, I I always wish for Clarence. So if you're gonna say two people that weren't, and I'm just like randomly through, I think that two people are not gonna be Veer and Lanier. Yeah, I kind of have to agree. Although Clarence is a big. Well, Clarence will have to keep out. Clarence has to take over for Ivanova. Yeah. Um, I would say Lanier, no, Veer, and, uh, what's-her-face, Lita. Yeah. I also hope that we see, I think we predicted this would happen, but I hope that we see, um, Zach and Garibaldi, like, try and figure out whose job is what. Oh, yeah. That's where the no compromises comes in. Yes! It's, uh, two people and go in the cage, of course, and only one comes out. So you realize though if we see Garibaldi we're probably gonna have to see Lise. No. Can't she have left him for a new husband again? Yeah, he's not that rich. Could Come find on. Else. Um yeah. Londo's married. He has like That's bazillion right. wives and we never see them. Yeah, Garibaldi could just take up the Centauri way of marriage and live away from his Oop. Question: Do you think we see um, Londo's wife again? Her, you know, the one. Oh, I hope so. Tim off. Yeah, Tim off. I hope we see Tim off again. I say we maybe, are going back yeah. to Centauri Prime, most likely. Yeah, so Tim off an appearance. I hope we see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So well, thank you for listening in to the bonus episode, um, or episode whatever it is, point five, um, and we'll see you for no compromises. You can yeah. try actually playing this and their episode together at the same time and see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, wonder whether it'll sync up. Um, <laughs> so you, I believe you can find us at down below podcast dot com podcast yes, and of course on Facebook uh, down below um, Babylon Five Introcast. Um, there's also a spoiler page for everyone who's. Already up to date with everything. Everyone who's not and us, down below right spoilers. He's not that active, but there are some fun things there. Um, I can't remember our feedback email address, but 
I'm sure Will said it in the last episode. If you just go back and listen to that, he'll tell you. And so, Will, hopefully uh, you'll hear us next week. Yeah, and then we'll all be together again. Yeah, and I won't have to carry the episode. I'm really not used (laughs) to doing this. Oh, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it felt like a good, easy way to talk about it. Yeah. All right, thanks, everybody. Stop off. Bye, everybody. See you. Look for us on the web in iTunes and on Stitcher Radio. Also, downbelowpodcast.com, facebook.com slash group slash downbelowpodcast, and twitter.com slash downbelowcast. 